Hello, everyone. Welcome to this month's episode of Engineering Greatness, an original podcast series produced by the American Concrete Institute. I'm David, a graduating architectural engineering master's student at Penn State and State College. And with me today is Maddie. Hi, I'm Maddie, a first year's master's student at the University of Florida in Gainesville, Florida. Welcome to the podcast. Let's begin today by discussing how David and I have been besties for the last five years. Yeah, I mean, if you guys don't know the story, uh, get ready, because this is quite a journey. Um, we met in undergrad. I went to University of Florida in undergrad. Maddie decided to stay. I wanted to leave. Um, but yeah, it, it all started in Concrete Canoe doing um, mixed design, right? Um, so I, I can talk a little bit since I'm one year older than two Maddie years, else. Two years, yeah, huh? Yes. Um, yeah, so I, but I started my tenure in Concrete Canoe one year earlier. So I guess that's how I think about it. Um, I started probably like a lot of people listening to this podcast did. I was interested in helping out in the lab and the Concrete Canoe people were some of the friendliest. There were other students, they needed help and um, I like to say I, I started off doing dishwashing. So I was really helping with people doing mix design. They needed their stuff washed after batching and making these sample mixes. Um, so I helped out with that. And um, I found it really intriguing, the, the mix design process, something I could be really involved with. And I ended up becoming a canoe captain the next year. Um and that's when I decided to, you know, invite more undergrads. Like I was inspired and uh, I met Maddie. And what was your experience with that, Maddie? So my first year, I started out pretty similar to you, was washing dishes for all of you guys. And it was it was fun. It was a great way to meet people. I was an out-of-state student. I actually am from Wyoming. And so moving to Florida was like kind of crazy. <laughs> and I didn't know a whole lot of people. So Concrete Canoe was definitely a great way to meet people. Some of my besties today are like from Concrete Canoe five years ago. So that's awesome. Oh, same thing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. And I, I think um, a lot of people kind of come into it and are looking for uh, just something to do. But I feel like at least for you and me, we kind of really jumped into it and got really interested in mixed design. And that that's something I constantly revisit, like what was so interesting to mix design. And I think for me, it, it's that idea of being able to jump really deep into a topic that's not part of the engineering curriculum that we're part of. Like um, concrete materials is like one or two questions in the, the PE or FE exam. It's not really something that is taught in our curriculum. Uh, to be honest, uh, there's there's the class that we take in materials, but I found it kind of boring. So it was, it was kind of really exciting to actually, I guess, be hands-on and mm -hmm. make the material myself. Yeah. And I loved mixed design too, because it gave us an opportunity to experiment with so many new materials on the market. So even today, if you look at the ground glass positive website, I'm one of the testimonials for ground glass because we used it in our national championship winning yeah. So. <laughs> And oh, you, you you really don't get other opportunities like this in at least the academic field to experiment with so many different materials. Yeah, it's that uh, we have so much freedom, you know, so much freedom. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Maddie and I um, worked on these concrete canoe and in the year, what was it, 2020? 
Um, 2019. We worked, 2019, we worked on a canoe called Free Floatin', and that little canoe ended up winning first place at the National Concrete Canoe Conference. Woo! Yeah. Um, and then I, my year, mm-hmm. really quick, just jumping in, we oh. also won the national championship at the National Concrete Canoe Conference in 2021. Yep. <laughs> All thanks to our mix designs, which were yep. excellently designed. Completely based on the mix design. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a team effort. And that, that's the thing I really liked about it, that we were able to be a part of a bigger whole. Perfect. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we let that pride get to our head. And after doing the these successful mixes, we decided to start up the UFACI student chapters. Um, and that was, I th- believe that was in 2020. Right? I believe it was also in 2020. Wow, look at us. <laughs> we should have we should have written this down earlier. Yeah. Um anyway, that's the t- the time's not important. What's important is we saw we we had this knowledge and we wanted to see if we could bring other people into the fold of concrete and this obsession. Um so that's why we decided to start the ACI chapter. So the history of UFACI, there was actually a historical student chapter um, which had dissolved a few years before. So I actually was talking to the professor, Dr. Chris Ferraro, about starting it up again. And with the help of Tanet, she's very helpful. If you ever want to start a student chapter, please reach out to her or us. Um <laughs> We were able to get this started, and there's some very generous um, startup funds to help out that. And uh, we actually ended up participating in one of the student um, competitions mm-hmm. for our first uh, for the first semester we started. Right. Yep. We traveled to the ACI convention in Cincinnati, Ohio. That was in the fall of 2019, and we competed in the FRP Beam competition, which was a ton of fun. Uh. And how how did we do in that, Maddie? I believe we got around eighth to eleventh place, somewhere in that <laughs> bracket. Yeah, pretty good, you know, pretty good. You know, for our first time, you know. Yeah, our beam also got left behind at the airport on accident. Half of our remember half of our student chapter missed the airplane because oh, that's right, like delays or something in the flight. And so I actually made it to Cincinnati on time and. One other student chapter member also made it on time with me. The rest got stuck in Atlanta for the night with the beam. So, yeah, that's what happens when you fly through Chicago. It was Atlanta. <laughs> it was Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting old, man. Mm, aren't we all? <laughs> anyway. um, Yeah, so that that was fun. And even though we we didn't quite get the first place finish, like we expect the canoe, you know, um, Thinking back to it, I wish I focused more on the structures part of it than the materials part of it. Um, but it was a great time. And I think that's when we really tasted ACI. I think that was your first ACI, Maddie. It was my first ACI convention, yep. Yeah. So um that I think that's a really great opportunity. We were able to bring a handful of other students there and um experience what it's like to get into industry and not just look at these codes and say okay some guy wrote this right it's it's really people meeting once or twice a year and collaborating on this document that's living and changes with uh, how the world changes 
Exactly. Great. <laughs> so after that, um, that performance, I ended up uh, graduating soon after, but Maddie ended up picking up the ACI chapter. Yep. Uh, do you want to talk about your experiences with that? Sure. So after David graduated, I took over the reins as president of the UF ACI student chapter. We had a good, you know, we had a good run. We competed in a couple more competitions during the virtual era of ACI. So from 2020 through kind of 2021, we actually did pretty decent in the competitions. We got a second place finish in the first concrete solutions competition, as well as a, I believe a third place finish in one of the categories in the 2021 virtual convention competition. I might be wrong with those dates, but it was a really good, great opportunity for me to experience kind of running an organization. I definitely learned a lot and it was also quite a challenge. I think with two people who were very passionate and interested in the organization, it was nice because we had each other to lean on, but as soon as it was just me, I definitely felt very overwhelmed. Like most of the attendees were just my friends that I dragged along to the events. But we actually did end up going to the 2022 Spring Convention in Orlando together. I think around 10 of our chapter members came and it was a ton of fun. But the convention was a really great way to interact with other student chapters and kind of see how they were successful. After the Spring 2022 convention in Orlando, the chapter kind of dipped a little bit, but we're working on bringing it back right now. Okay. Yeah, that's great to hear. I know uh, I wanted it to be our concrete legacy. And um, it seems that the concrete canoe team is really doing great this year. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. some of that, maybe, maybe there'll be another rebirth. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Okay. Do we want to talk about um, advice for student chapters here, or is that kind of in the next part? Well, let's go into grad school, I think. Okay. All right. So um, after the after I graduated, I decided that I'd want to go to grad school. And um, I think back then I was a pretty all or nothing person. I was very ambitious. So I decided to apply um, to Ph.D. programs rather than just master's program. I just graduated my bachelor's in civil engineering. And, you know, I really I really like concrete and I wanted to learn more about topics like corrosion and cement chemistry I ended up applying all around the country um, and it was really awesome applying to different grad schools I think there's a lot of big names that I've heard of from research papers or even in textbooks that have been written um, and um, I had a lot of help from my I guess my undergraduate advisor Dr. Kyle Writing who had worked with on research um, assistant stuff where I was helping out in the laboratory. Uh, and he gave me a couple of great names. Um, and then I ended up applying to uh, Penn State at the architectural engineering program. And I, I decided that I wanted to go here because I thought it was a very unique program. And my advisor here, Dr. J.P. Jevedon, he knew a lot about cement chemistry and corrosion, which is um, sort of my goal for what I wanted to learn in graduate school. I think, you know, overall, I wanted to go somewhere new and find out uh, different stuff about this sort of area that I found about. From the civil engineering perspective, concrete is really 
like a, a field thing, like we figure out the practical side of it. So I was very excited to learn about the academic side of things. Awesome. So my journey was pretty similar. After I graduated undergrad, I was pretty set on pursuing a PhD. And so I applied like David did to a lot of schools around the country. And it was, I mean, I had a very similar experience. It was fun applying, but it was even more fun going on these visits, these potential grad respective graduate student visits. So I actually got to visit both Oregon State and Penn State. And both of them were so much fun. I had a really great time. And it was definitely, it was so hard for me to make the decision of where to go for grad school. And in the end, I just couldn't find myself leaving the University of Florida. I think it's definitely one of the best concrete programs in the country. We have two great concrete professors whose entire research programs are focused on concrete, both Dr. Kyle Riding and Dr. Chris Ferraro, who we've mentioned previously in the podcast, have yep. been super influential for both David and I, definitely in helping us like pursue our passions of researching concrete. And so we have a really great laboratory facility at UF, and I knew the project that I would be working on, mass concrete durability, is kind of exactly what I wanted to do with my career. And so for me, it really came down to, you know, I felt like I was already in the right place for me to pursue my graduate studies. So stayed at UF, which has been an awesome decision so far. And I've really loved all of my work here. Awesome. That's great to hear. I'm glad you're enjoying your time there. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, just to kind of wrap the bow on where we decided to go, I think I've kind of want to give some advice on what to look for in graduate school programs. Um, and I, I know you mentioned stuff like a lab and having the right place that you want to go, uh, I guess, alignment with your career in your mm -hmm. future. Um, but something else I want to add is location. And maybe that was sort of implied with Maddie's answer. But uh, for me, I was born and raised in Florida, basically. And um, I was kind of sick and tired of the heat and the mosquitoes. So I was definitely looking for a more northward location. Um, one of the things I liked when I was touring the schools, uh, Penn State is located in Happy Valley. It's a very uh, nice location. It's kind of a college town. So uh, a little bit of an easygoing place. A lot of bikeable, bikeable roads. That's my big, that was my big thing when I was looking for grad schools. Um because Florida did not have much of those. So um, I don't know, Maddie, do you have any thoughts on other things you were looking for in grad school programs? Yeah. So for me as a woman in the construction civil engineering field, I definitely wanted to go to a place where like, you know, I, I wasn't the only woman in the room. And here at UF, one of our friends, Megan Voss, who was also very inspirational to both David and I, was so successful and she was so kind and so, so nice to us when we were starting our lab journeys in the concrete industry and so yeah. i i definitely think that like you know seeing a woman be successful in the program that i wanted to join really kind of helped me solidify my decision as well that's awesome yeah megan uh she was very helpful i gotta say uh one part that was really helpful and probably also inspired me to go on to graduate school is uh she shared her literature review where she was talking about particle packing of materials for ultra high performance concrete and i ended up using that concept in my concrete mix design and 
Um, it seemed to impress the judges. I can't say for <laughs> sure if it was the cornerstone of our design, but um, that that type of research driven kind of looking at taking a look at literature and what is in material science and how can we apply that to concrete. That's something that I really enjoy. was interested to learn more about in graduate school. Um, so on the topic of inside of graduate school, I one of the things I want to hit on in this podcast is that it's really a journey, right? There's a lot of things that you're getting your brain in your brain and a civil engineering program, wastewater, geotech, transportation. <laughs> um, graduate school is really your opportunity to um, take it the exploration and direction that you want to take it. So I mentioned earlier, I like to learn about cement chemistry and corrosion. So I really was able to, um, by working with my advisor, I was able to take these material science courses in topics of thermodynamics and kinetics. And uh, you know what, while they weren't exactly my cup of tea, I thought I I'm glad I had this opportunity and I was able to learn a lot about how chemistry, something I was deathly scared of in undergrad, uh, can actually be used to to understand this topic, and um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get into cement chemistry and corrosion in this podcast, but it it is actually quite an interesting topic, and I'm glad I learned about it. That's awesome. How are you finding your journey in grad school so far, Maddie? I definitely, yeah. So, I I like grad school so far. It's a really great. I've found that it's a great opportunity for me to expand upon my research skills, which is something that I, I mean, you know, I had the years of canoe, but like actually doing research for like a government organization is a lot more intimidating. So that's been fun so far and definitely a learning experience. And so my research is on mass concrete durability. So we're making a lot of concrete. And so that's been another area where I've been able to kind of expand upon my project management skills because, you know, recruiting, organizing, and kind of hiring a little undergraduate labor force has been a little intimidating, but it's also been fun to like get to see other students kind of, you know, fall in love with concrete a little bit. Yeah. We're repeating, we're repeating what happened before. Yeah, exactly. So maybe one day you'll see, you know, a bunch of other University of Florida students on maybe this podcast, but also coming to the ACI conventions as well. Absolutely. There's going to be a whole army of us. <laughs> <laughs> Go Gators. Yeah. Go Gators. Um, I think also on the topic of the journey, um, I do want to talk about how to bear with grad school because well it's not all um flowers and sunshine i think it's a lot of spending a lot of time by yourself searching through these arcane textbooks and um really trying to figure out what you are researching because um a lot of these things are things that people haven't done before so in my case i'm doing research on the corrosion of slag cements right so steel embedded in slag will behave differently from steel embedded in Portland cement. And there's not a textbook out for that yet. There's research that's been done, um, but there a lot of this is has to be proven through literature reviews and experiments that you do by yourself. So I think one of the biggest things I want to touch upon if you're a current graduate student or uh, anticipating to enter grad school is that you should try to make friends and keep them, you know, because, um, at least for me, I, I don't know about you, Maddie, but 
I uh, enjoy having people that I, I enjoy spending time with other people, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that that sounds really basic when I say it now. But uh, if you meet some graduate students, some graduate students are very strong introverts. And uh, I respect that. But I think uh, one of the biggest advantages of going to graduate school is that you meet a lot of different people from different backgrounds. I've had so much Korean food in the past year. You wouldn't understand. There's um, a whole diverse group of people and friends that I've made. I think that's one of the things I'm most grateful for in my graduate student journey is uh, the friends that I've made that I'll be keeping throughout the rest of my life. Yeah, and I feel like ACI conventions are also a great place to meet other students who are also pursuing concrete research. I know for me, when I first attended ACI conventions as an undergraduate student, it was really awesome and inspiring seeing all of these graduate students giving presentations on their research and to see how passionate they were about the topic. And now, you know, it's like I go to conventions and these are like my friends. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun to just go to these conventions and, you know, you're, you're sitting through and learning about topics you enjoy, but you get to also hang out with some of your best buddies and yeah. see them every other year, you know. ACI, do we want to dig into kind of how we got involved in ACI, like our fellowship experiences? Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll start again. So <laughs> um, I ended up learning about ACI um, from the, the concrete professors writing in Ferraro, very influential for us. Um, but I, Dr. Writing, one day he told me to apply for this thing called ACI Foundation Fellowship. And, you know, I was a bit skeptical at first. I'd been involved in Concrete Canoe and I was, uh, you know, just starting out as a canoe captain. So I wasn't entirely sure of what ACI had been doing. I'd been using a lot of concepts I'd learned in the lab. Um, But I went ahead and filled out an application. And uh, because of my good performance in this class, I was able to get Dr. Writing to help recommend me for the fellowship. And uh, what do you know, in 2019, I was able to, uh, I was selected to interview for the Richard D. Stelly scholarship in Quebec, Canada. Um, so that experience really opened my eyes. That was my first convention. And um, it was very exciting to be flown out to a whole new country. And as we've talked about earlier, we learned how ACI is a great place to learn a lot of new things. It was, I was learning a whole lot of new things when I went out there because I was going to these um, alkali activated cement things. I was going to concrete repair things, anything that you piqued your interest concrete uh, in concrete related ACI has it. So um, after interviewing for that, I found out I was selected for this scholarship. Um, which is very fun, very exciting. Um, And that's what allowed me to visit next year in Cincinnati, which we talked a little bit about because that was our first time when we brought our um, ACI student chapter over. Mm -hmm. And were you, when did you interview for your first fellowship, Manny? So I interviewed in 2020, which as we all know is the year of COVID. And so I had a kind of a similar experience as David. It was actually David who suggested that I apply for the Mm -hmm. ACI fellowships, but Dr. Writing, again, one of our great influences, also recommended me. And so 
it was nice to kind of get to know our professors more through that interview process. They definitely helped us out a little bit with our interviews and recommendations, which was great. And then we were selected, both David and I won fellowships. Along with the fellowships and scholarships, you do get a monetary award, which for, you know, college students, graduate students, undergrad students, that's definitely a big deal. And I think my favorite part of the fellowship, though, has been actually getting to attend these conventions with the fellowships. They help you attend conventions by paying for your registration fee, as well as travel and lodging at the conventions. And that's really what solidified my interest in ACI is getting to attend these conventions, which not a lot of other students get to do. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a very great opportunity to network and figure out what you want to do in the concrete world. I think um, it was it was pretty foundational for me to be able to sit in on these um, concrete repair and corrosion committees and see the process of this collaboration, sometimes collaboration, sometimes there's a little bit of infighting, but uh, <laughs> it it's, it's, it's really a lot of people bring their experiences together to make yeah. these codes that really build the world around us. And I think that's fascinating. And I think, one of the end goals of the program is to inspire students to want to become committee members. And uh, I don't know about you, Maddie, but I'm definitely inspired. I want to, there's a whole bunch of committees I want to be a part of. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're already part of a committee, S805, the Student Leadership Committee, which oh. will be hosting a ton of events at the San Francisco Convention. So please come to them all. <laughs> yeah, we'll be having our student forum. Um, the networking event is always fun. So if you're a student listening to this or a young professional. Or a young professional. <laughs> yeah. And then we're also doing our uh, research forum. So uh, come, please tune in for those. So yeah. say hi to us too. <laughs> so David, since your graduation date is coming up, what's next for you? I think that my next move is I really like what I'm learning about corrosion and concrete materials I'm always going to be a concrete guy um, but I learned a lot about buildings and you know forensics when I was in this architectural engineering program so um, when I was doing my job search I was looking for jobs in that field of forensics and structural engineering and I was able to secure a position with a firm called SKNA Structural Engineers in Washington DC and I'm very excited to be working with them. That's um, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, how about you, Maddie? What's next for so, you? Right now I'm focusing on graduate school. I still have another year left before I graduate. But when I start looking for a job, which is actually, you know, I feel like I should be starting the job search soon. I definitely want to work for a company that focuses on concrete, whether it's mass concrete durability, which is my research topic right now, or even concrete placements. Something mm -hmm. along those lines would be awesome. Yeah, and there is a lot of companies that you have options for, so <laughs> definitely poke your feelers around. I know definitely. ACI conventions, um, the last ACI convention was a place I was asking around, handing yeah. my resume around, so it's a great great place to do that search and that's awesome where you want to be so yeah. actually I did get an internship through ACI so excited to continue going to these ACI conventions maybe I'll even get a job offer through ACI one of these days so yeah good luck thank you well thanks again for joining us and thanks to everyone for listening to this month's episode of engineering greatness 
Join us each month as ACI brings together pairs of young professionals in the concrete industry to engage in intimate conversations about their life and work. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And for more information on the American Concrete Institute, visit us online at concrete.org. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.